1: To God, hallelujah. Hello everyone, everywhere. This is Pastor Robert Thibodeau. Welcome to Freedom Through Faith. For this week is our Thanksgiving week broadcast. Praise God. And we are going to be talking about giving thanks in all things, in all situations. Giving thanks to God, oh, most of all for our salvation. He provided the way of salvation. Jesus is the way. He is the truth. He is the life. He is the light. Oh, thank you, Jesus, for the forgiveness of all our sins. Made available to each and every person within the sound of my voice. Glory be to God. We give you praise, Jesus. We give you praise and honor. We give you thanksgiving from the bottom of our heart, the most of our spirit. Thank you, Jesus, for giving to us eternal life the forgiveness of sins, the free gift of eternal life with you and the Father forever. Oh, thank you, Lord. You made us children of the most high God in existence. We are heirs of God. We're joint heirs with you of all things. Hallelujah. Oh, we give you praise this Thanksgiving weekend. We give you praise, Lord, for all that you do in our life. And Lord, we ask that you be with this broadcast right now. Lord Jesus, that you would guide this broadcast as you see fit. May it be your words that inspire people, Lord. May it be your words that convict people, Lord. May it be your words, Lord Jesus, that brings us to a place of repentance. Where we can receive the forgiveness of sins. May it be your words that we give thanks for. On this Thanksgiving week. Lord, may it be your words that are honored and glorified in all things. And we ask it all in the name of Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory be to God. Shout Amen, somebody. Glory to God. Join me in our confession of faith as we get ready to launch into the Thanksgiving week broadcast. Join me by repeating these words. Loud enough for your own two ears to hear. Amen. Reading the word is fine. But faith comes by hearing. And hearing comes by the word. You have to say the words. You see them with your eyes. You speak them with your mouth. Your ears take them in and they go down into your heart. And then in a time of need it's the word that comes out. Glory, oh boy, I can tell this is going to be a great broadcast already. Glory to God. The presence of God is here. Oh, thank you, Jesus. Repeat these words after me. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate. He was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell itself. But the third day he rose again from the dead and ascended up into heaven where he sits now at the right hand of God the Father Almighty from where he shall come soon to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit I believe the church is the body of Christ. I believe in the communion of saints. I believe in the forgiveness of sins. I believe in the resurrection of the dead. And I believe in life everlasting. In Jesus' name. Amen. Glory. Hallelujah. Shout amen somebody. Rejoice. Glory to God. Turn with me in your Bibles to 2 Corinthians chapter 9. I want to go through, we got uh, a lot of scriptures that I want to go through today. Remember the focus of today's broadcast. It should not just be giving thanks for one day out of the whole year. It should not just be a day to watch football. It should not just be a day to get fat. It should not be just a day to enjoy great food. It needs to be a day of thanksgiving, but not just one day. Not just one week. You should be in a continual state of thanksgiving. I give God praise each and every day I open my eyes. And I get to breathe. And I get to speak. And I get to see. And I get to hear. And I get to travel. And all I want to do is serve Him all day long. Glory to God. That's how you need to be. You need to rejoice. Because the day you're experiencing today was created before the foundation of the world was even laid. Hallelujah. Jesus, oh, he knew before the world began. Jesus knew you. He had a plan for you. He destinated to, for you to be born in this day and in this hour. He needs you here now, not a hundred years ago, not fifty years ago. You can't say, "Oh, if I could have been born back in the eighteen hundreds, I would have been so blessed." I couldn't. No, Jesus knows you. He knows your personality. He knows your mind. He knows your gifts, and he needed you born when you were born. I don't care if it was 10 years ago or 70 years ago. You were born at the exact moment Jesus needed you. Because from the day you were conceived in the womb, He knew you. Hallelujah. Life begins at conception. A blessed, holy life begins at the moment of conception. And no devil in hell can change it. I don't care what the devilish Supreme Court declared in 1973. Abortion is murder. Murder! And the Bible says, thou shalt not commit murder. But guess what? Jesus paid the price for that. If you were involved in abortion, that's okay. It's not okay for the abortion. But what I'm saying is if you have received Jesus as your Savior, He forgave all that sin. He can forgive, I'm not saying he did, but if Saddam Hussein repented and became a Christian prior to the moment of his death, Jesus forgave him for every sin, every murder, every atrocity he ever committed. That's how powerful, that's how precious the blood of Jesus is. So it doesn't matter if you're a mass murderer on death row in a state prison or federal prison somewhere, and you are listening to this broadcast, I have good news for you. What you are going through right now in the physical, in the flesh, does not matter in eternity. If you receive Jesus as your Savior. If you receive Jesus as your Savior, glory be to God, hallelujah, you have a new destiny. You're headed for a new destination. A glorious destination. And you need to give thanks for that. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Let me, let me, let me get back into 2 Corinthians chapter 9. <laughs> because if I get preaching, glory be to God. Oh, hallelujah. That's all from the Holy Spirit, Lord. Everything I just said was from the Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. Oh, glory. Hallelujah. Mm, praise God. Let me get a drink of water here. I just had to pause and reset. <laughs> I had to reset. Glory to God. All right. 2 Corinthians chapter 9. We'll begin reading in verse 1. We're going to read the entire chapter. There's certain verses, though, I'm going to focus on. As touching the ministering to the saints, it is superfluous for me to write to you. So I don't need to write these things to you, but I know the forwardness of your mind which I boasted of you to them in Macedonia, that Achaia was ready a year ago. He's talking about giving offerings to the saints in Jerusalem who are suffering persecution. He goes, Achaia was ready a year ago, and your zeal has provoked very many. But it says, says, they hear about the, f- the faith you have in giving, it's provoking others to do so as well. Yet, I sent the brethren before me, before I get to you, lest our boasting of you should be in vain in this behalf, that as I said, you're all ready, ready, lest perhaps that they of Macedonia, Macedonia come with me, and they find you unprepared, we, I say we, not you, would be ashamed in the confident boasting that we did. Therefore, I thought it necessary to exhort the brethren. That they should go before unto you and make up beforehand your bounty or your gift, whereof you had noticed before, that the same might be ready as a matter of bounty or a matter of a gift, and not out of covetousness. But this I say, He which sows sparingly shall reap also sparingly. He which sows bountifully shall reap also bountifully. If you're just giving, you know, your little dollar, you're two dollars in the church offering. You make three, four thousand dollars a month and you're giving the church two bucks a week. Five bucks a week. What's that? That's sewing so sparingly. Now I'm not saying you gotta give five hundred bucks a week or a hundred bucks a week. It'd be nice. And we're gonna cover that. You give what you're able and then a little bit more. If you say, well, I can give ten dollars, no problem, then give fifteen. Give twenty. On faith. Glory to God. But we'll cover that. Every man according as he proposes in his heart, so let him give. Not grudgingly or out of necessity, for God loves a cheerful giver. Don't go in there and say, Oh man, (sighs) I know I should give twenty dollars. I know I should give this $20. Oh, Lord, I know I should give this, but i got to buy milk for the baby, milk and bread and peanut butter for the babies. I'm only going to give you five today. And then you're under conviction. Okay, okay, here, here's ten. There's ten. That's not how he wants you to bring your gift to the altar. Amen. He wants you to sow joyfully. Lord, You know I have need of bread and milk and peanut butter for the babies. But praise be to God I have faith in you. And I sow $20 into your offering willingly knowing that you'll take care of our needs. And I rejoice in that because I'm serving you. See, a willing heart, a joyful heart. Glory to God. God is able to make, verse 8, all grace. God is able to make all grace grace. We need to study on God's grace. Amen. Mercy. God's mercy. When you approach the throne room of God in the name of Jesus, you come before his throne of grace and of mercy that you may obtain mercy and find grace in your time of need. Mercy first. Mercy is forgiveness. Mercy is not receiving what you should receive. Not receiving this punishment because of your sins. When you receive the mercy of God, you're forgiven of all your sins. Every single one. From the stolen cookie from the table when you were four to whatever it is you're in prison for now. You have received forgiveness through Jesus. Hallelujah. And then you get grace that helps in your time of need. The grace of God, which is receiving <laughs> what you did not earn. You may not have earned. The extra $10,000 you need to pay off credit card debts. You may not have worked for it. You may not have earned it. But the grace of God is with you. And all your needs are met. Hallelujah. Here, God is able to make all of his grace available to you. That you, having always all sufficiency... In all things may abound to every good work. God is not going to bless you financially so you can waste it on vacations to Disney World. God is not going to bless you with healing in your body so you can sit back and watch Oprah with no pain. God is not going to take care of your need Just so you can squander it on yourself and not be a blessing to others. If you have a financial need and you sow sacrificially out of obedience to the word and out of obedience to the proppings of the Holy Spirit and you sow into the kingdom of God to get his word out to other people. He is more than able to make all his grace and all of his provision abound towards you. That you, having all sufficiency in all things, may abound to every good work. He's going to give you more so you can help more ministries, more people in the name of Jesus. Glory to God. Because he can trust you in not squandering the finances he gives to you. As it is written, verse 9, he has dispersed abroad. He has given to the poor. His righteousness remains forever. Hallelujah. He's talking about you. When you do these things, He's talking about you. Your gift has dispersed abroad. You have given to the poor. Your righteousness remains forever. Glory. Think about that. Remember Cornelius. The angel appeared to him, even though he was not a Jew and definitely not a Christian. Not at that time. But he, out of the goodness of his heart, was sowing sacrificially into the Jews' society. And they gave testimony. And the angel said, Cornelius, your gifts, your alms have come up as a memorial before God the Father. And God the Father wants you to send, to call Peter to come tell you what you need to do next. And he did. He obeyed. And the Holy Spirit fell. And he and his entire household and his servants became Christians. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Hallelujah. You see, your giving, your obedience Your righteousness will remain forever. It can never be taken away. Hallelujah. Now he, in verse 10, that ministers seed to the sower. Both ministers bread for your food and multiplies your seed sown. And increases the fruits of your righteousness. The gift that you bless the poor with. The gift you bless other ministries with. He says in verse 9. Is in righteousness. And that righteousness remains forever. But also. (laughs) It will increase the fruit. Of what you've sown. Mark chapter 4. Just hold your place there. Because we're coming back to it. Mark chapter 4. Jesus, I want you to see this with your own eyes. Don't just take Brother Bob's word for it. In verse 14, Mark 4, 14. Now, we just read, He that ministers seed to the sower. Talking about God. He gives you the seed to sow. If you have $20 in your wallet and the Holy Spirit is telling you to sow it, Don't fight it and say, well, you know, i got to buy bread and milk and peanut butter for the babies. I'll give $5 instead. When God's the one who put the $20 in your wallet. And then impressed upon your heart to sow it so he can take care of your needs this week. He that ministers seed to the sower. Over here in Mark 4, verse 14. The sower sows the word. Hallelujah. The sower sows, not money, the word. So many ministries today have equated sowing seed for financial gain. Sow that $5, sow that $20. God will bless you a hundredfold. Yes, he can. No doubt about it. Are you sowing money? Or are you sowing the word? Don't look at it as $20 or $200 that you're putting in the offering plate. Count it as the word. Because Jesus himself said, the sower sows the word, not finances. The sower does not sow a dollar. Jesus did not say the sower sows the dollars. These are they by the wayside where the dollar was sown. And when they've heard it, Satan comes immediately and takes the dollars away. And these likewise are those that sow dollars on stony ground. Who when they heard the dollars that they could get, immediately received with joy and gladness. The the hearing that their dollars were going to be dollars multiplied back to them. But they have no root in themselves. And they only endure for a short time. Afterward, when affliction or persecution arises, because of the dollars that they've sown. In other words... Oh, I should have kept that $20. What am I going to do? I'm on empty on gas too. Well, immediately they are offended that they sowed the $20 into a ministry. These are they which sow dollars among thorns. They hear the word. They hear that the dollars they sow will multiply back to them. But the cares of this world. But the cares of this world. And the deceitfulness of the riches they believed they were going to receive when they sowed those dollars choke the dollars that have been sown and they become unfruitful, wasted. They don't produce the harvest you were believing you were going to get. These are they which sow dollars into good ground. Such as hear the word, they understand the word, and they sow faithfully the word, not dollars, and then receive back much fruit. Some thirty thirtyfold, sixty, and a hundred. God is multiplying the dollars that were sown as words. You sow the word. If your $20 will be a blessing to that ministry so they can continue to do the work they need to do to get the word out, that word you sowed will multiply 30, 60, and 100-fold. Ministers and preachers and, and our partners that sow into this ministry, we do not pay any salaries out of any offerings we collect. Over 22 years, we have never paid a salary out of any of the offerings. Glory to God. Everyone here volunteers because of the Word. They sow the Word. And our ministry, this radio station, Evangelism Radio, has been ranked as number one in the world on numerous occasions by shoutcast.com. We've exceeded... Everyone's expectations in listening hours. October of 2015, we had over 15,300 listening hours. That may confuse some of you that don't understand that. But just 22 months ago, we only had 424 listening hours in one month. In less than two years, we've gone from barely being heard by anybody... To number one in the world in the preaching genre, glory to God. That's not, brother Bob. I can't do that. But our faithful partners that sow the word financially into this ministry allows us to do the advertising, to buy the equipment, to to upgrade our equipment, to repair the equipment. I got one computer that's being repaired right now. Glory to God. My main computer. I'm preaching to you today on my backup. Hallelujah. When everything's operating normally, we have five computers running simultaneously. Glory, hallelujah. A server. We got the, the internet. We got the wireless stuff, the secure stuff. We have equipment to preach the word. And when you sow financially into our ministry, you're helping us to get the word out. That's what Jesus is saying here. Don't look at the money aspect. Hallelujah. Back in 2 Corinthians chapter, 10, chapter 9, verse 10. He that ministers seed to the sower. God's going to give you the seed money that you need, that he tells you to sow. And when you sow it by faith in obedience to his promptings, it says that it ministers bread for your food. Your needs will be taken care of. You're in obedience to him. His, your needs are taken care of because you are obeying God the Father. Hallelujah. He will multiply the seed you sow. You may sow 20, but it comes to us, and for some odd reason that I cannot explain, let, let's say when it comes in our ministry, we have, let's say we have 10 people sow 20 bucks, that's $200 comes into the ministry, and what I was going to do for $20... I find on sale 50% off. Your seed has multiplied to the equivalent of $400. You see how that works? Glory, hallelujah. And it increases the fruits of your righteousness. If I am upgrading equipment and I get 50% off, the money you came in just doubled in value, which increases means I can do more with what we have and increases the fruit that we receive. Salvations and healings and the word going into other countries. You're sowing that $20. Increase the fruits of your righteousness. Hallelujah. For being enriched in everything. To all bountifulness. When you sow as we already covered. When you sow. And you're impact increases you're sowing the word and when the word is sown and people receive it and they're born again god rejoices in heaven angels rejoice in heaven for every sinner that repents and receives jesus as their savior your fruits are increasing and god says bless them with more
0: Until next time, when we gather together around the Word of God, be blessed. And remember, we serve an awesome God.